That was the start? Yeah, why not? Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know or I would have been Give on. A- this is Debates on Tap. It is good. <laughs> it's very good. Podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. Prowler. I like to know them first before I prowl them. Well, but that's the bit. Welcome to Debates on Tap. This is a wait. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whatever. It's whatever. fine. It's fine. So I had this idea for like a TV show. Are you guys ready for it? Yeah, go ahead. It's like a TV show about the making of a TV show. Oh yeah. But it's it's like if if the if the Illuminati were making a sitcom. Interesting. <laughs> about and the like the sitcom was made to like brainwash the 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 masses. Right. So the the production the the TV show that we would be watching would be Full House. <laughs> no, no. Oh. <laughs> is that what Full House is about? That's what, yeah, surprisingly, oh, I did a real deep dive into it one time. <laughs> surprisingly, uh, I just think uh, an office place comedy, like a workplace comedy about like the Illuminati, would be really funny. I, are you are you talking about the, you, is that face the beer or is yeah, that face yeah. my idea? It's a sour ass uh, beer. Okay. <laughs> That <laughs> hit me. It hit me real hard. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in for your office remake with the Illuminati. Yeah, I'd watch it. I think it'd be funny. A bunch of bumbling evil idiots. Yeah, <laughs> and like the boss has really dumb ideas. Like we should make the third eye of Horus on the and right. you know the gym is like looking right at the camera and makes that face with his lizard eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Looks, tongue can, comes up on his head, gets a fly. Yeah, you could have all kinds of stuff like that. Like one of the members of the office is just a lizard person <laughs> and nobody addresses it. <laughs> it's commonplace. Yeah, exactly. Establishing the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> that beer's sour. Yeah, it is. Real sour. Yeah. Speaking of establishing the narrative, welcome to Debates on Tap. Oh, yeah. This is that podcast where we drink, we argue, and someone wins. I'm Brendan. I'm Brian. And I'm still Vargas. Yeah. And today we are drinking... Oh, you don't know? I mean, it's your beer. Oh, okay. Your Sorry. ass better call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback to the 90s wrestling. Well, oh. 2000s wrestling. Is it? Yeah. Ass I Man. Ass from Man? Degeneration X. No, Seinfeld. Kramer got that as his license plate. That's what, what? you're thinking of. Ass Man. Oh, it was for a I'm mixing the genres. <laughs> yeah, it's Assman from Degeneration X. Bro. You you could be making <laughs> this completely up, and I would have no. His idea. intro song <laughs> starts out with "Oh, you didn't know, your ass better call," and then it goes into a song. Oh, yeah, incredible! Look it up after the show. I, mean, I don't know that I will, but uh, the beer we're drinking today is <laughs> from Boulevard. Actually, it was a gift. We we got our first yeah friend of the podcast our first gift uh, friend of the podcast Greg from uh, First Issue Club. Brendan is just laughing about Mister Ass. <laughs> his, his name is Mister Ass. I told you Billy Gunn, Mister Ass, and the theme was literally called Ass Man. And he he won the. I'm pretty sure he was partners with X Pac, like wrestling partners, not yeah, life partners, because X Pac <laughs> fucked China on camera. Yikes! That's a well known yes. That was not part of the wrestling match. That yeah, was their right, own, right, right. their own wrestling. Anyway, match. so but friend of good good segue, friend of the show, <laughs> Greg. Yeah, yeah, because we were all in a dark room together. Yeah, we watched <laughs> Mad Max: Furious Road. It was so wonderful in black and in black and chrome. Black and chrome. This is a delicious beer. It's called Lickable Wallpaper. Lickable Wallpaper. It is sour, sour AF. I love it. Yeah. yeah, makes me pucker. It hit me real hard right in the middle of your story. That's why I made that face. I <laughs> no, promise. I know. It wasn't your story. <laughs> I know. 
or your idea. It was just... It was the combination of the two. Yes. (laughs) Right. Mentally sour and physically sour. Yeah. Have you guys... uh, Do either of you have an HBO subscription? Yes. I did for a while, and then, you know... Well, then mostly this will be geared towards Brendan and anyone else who has an HBO subscription, but I've been watching The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, my God. So fucking funny. I've seen the first episode, and then I haven't watched any more of it, but then people were passing around... The song that Walter Walton Goggins. I'm getting ready to start that one. In like that episode, it's so bizarre and so funny. I can't get enough of listening just to the song. It's about uh, uh, evangelical church, and John Goodman is in it. Adam Devine is in it. Um, idiots. <laughs> Eastbound and Down is in it, and it's fucking hysterical. Right. He it, he. It's the same guy. It's him and this other guy who who made Vice Principals. Yeah. Um, they created this show, um, and it's. Very, very good. If you have HBO Now or Go or any of those or access to any of those, I highly recommend at least the first episode. It's uh, very well written, and obviously it's very Danny McBride humor, but it works for me. So It's great. Yeah. It Uh, it looks very funny. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I have been listening to uh, Carly Rae Jepsen has released a new album called Dedicated. And you threw that out while you were listening to your your hardcore (laughs) something, right? Does somebody finally call her? Uh, well, maybe. Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> Thank you. Because this is her breakup album, so <gasps> it gets kind of serious, guys. No, Carly Jepsen, like the past couple albums, like sure she blew up with Call Me Maybe, and that was like a fine pop album that she put out like way back in like 2013. Um, but then the, the last two albums she put out have been legitimately great pop albums, and this one is like a little bit more of a darker kind of somber pop album because again she broke up with her guy. And now you're getting just really good breakup album, and it is phenomenal. So I, it's I, more of a Dr Pepper rather than a Sprite <laughs> in terms of pop. That is ah. a really good. That I mean, yeah. As I was listening to this, I was like, God damn, I want a Dr Pepper. So that's really good. It's more complex. Yes, there's 23 songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Instead of just two. <laughs> so yeah, so everyone go listen to Carly Rae Jepsen. She's a lot of fun. What's and the album what, name? Uh, dedicated. Dedicated. Yep. Dedicated to making pop songs, nice. I guess. That's and weird. I didn't know she was still around. Broken. It yeah. always makes. I mean, Adele went through a divorce, and that album's about to drop, and yeah, I that's am gonna pumped for kill that. Kill everybody. That, that that album's gonna be destroy everybody. Uh, What's that one called? Twenty seven, probably, or twenty eight, or something. Uh, you should listen. I think you would actually like. She has an album called Emotion that I think you would legitimately enjoy. Why are you why why are you singling me? Because it sounds a lot like Taylor Swift's album. It's Ew. very very. It's very very good. It's like good Taylor Swift pop. Yeah, like, imagine that. It's weird. It explains what emotions are supposed to feel like. Yeah, yeah. happiness is good. <laughs> Sadness is bad. Oh, I always thought it was fifty-fifty. You guys remember emotions? Yeah, I feel them every day. <laughs> uh, well, good, interesting. I thought she fell off the face of the planet, so I'm no. So she's, she's around doing, still. She's been doing good stuff. So good. Oh, you're both looking at me now. Yeah, what should I read? House of X. And oh, hey, of you X. brought that for me. I'm so ha- I'm so excited. But it's actually it's actually House of X and Powers of Ten. 10, not X. Powers of 10, and you'll see why Interesting. when you read Powers of 10. Okay. Uh, but it's the ongoing X-Men saga that Jonathan Hickman's writing right now, and I kind of got into it last week, but it is absolute insanity. I mean... Everyone talks about how every, crazy it is. Yeah, every issue is like, what? <laughs> and I brought it for Brendan to read, and you'll see. You'll see yeah, when you get there. I'm, I'm pumped it's to read it. insane. And I told the guys, I think... That sometime in the next two years, Marvel's going to lean on this, mm-hmm. and then whatever X Men relaunch happens right. next year, they're going to lean on this as like 
setting up Professor X as a big bad for Ooh, some sort of event. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So that's what is up with me. Nice. Did you do anything for Batman Day? I didn't. I didn't do anything for Batman Day. They had a thing in Borderlands where there was a bat signal in one of the areas. It might have been more in one, but I saw it in one. I didn't area. see that. That's I unfortunately cool. didn't see it either. I'm sorry. Uh, to cut in real fast before we dive into the next segment. You cut in? I know. I don't. I never do that. Get out of here. You want to talk about me for a little while? So no. Um, we put up a poll based on oh, an episode. Christ. I haven't looked at the results a little while ago. Where we argued, we had a roundtable drunken argument at the end of a day. We recorded that episode. Uh, about uh, oh, Vargas's <laughs> head is swelling to the size of this room. What is the best giant robot? Uh, Brian argued for Megazord. I argued for Voltron. And Vargas uh, argued for 10 foot tall Optimus Prime. Uh, the poll went up. In first place with 40, 41% of the vote is Voltron. Hundreds of votes. In second place with 29% is our brother Vargas. Yeah! In third place is Megazord, and in last place is 10-foot-tall Optimus Prime. You know, honestly, (laughs) I I just moved, but I can't afford another apartment with a bigger studio because if we keep putting you in polls and you get more than last... No, it's fine. I'll just just open the window, and I'll scream from... I'll be right next just to the Just put w- your lips right up against the window yeah. seal and yeah, yeah. just put the microphone up there. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Boy. Second place. Second place. Oh, uh, over Megazord. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I know. I'm curious going forward with some of the polls we have coming up. I'm curious as to what people are imagining Vargas look like. Right, yeah. A mechanic and a turtle. Yeah, somehow. As of now. I'm cooler than both. <laughs> A lot of Ninja Turtles, the majority of Ninja Turtles, and And Megazord Megazord and and Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. Interesting. It's not cooler. No, it's cooler. (laughs) Wasn't the poll? (laughs) No, it was cooler. Hundred percent cooler. He's getting the votes. So, ergo. Well, last time we discussed pop songs from the eighties. Pop bangers. Pop bangers. Pop slappers. Pop knee rockers. (laughs) Pop rocks. Yeah. I don't understand this game. I went with Brendan, yeah. who, who had a list. Uh, I can pull up the list if you guys vamp for just a second. Okay. I can pull up. Bo- the bottom of this beer and is intense. You can find all these songs from last time Spotify on our playlist. Spotify playlist. You just search Debates on Tap, and you'll find us. And we have a playlist available for I you. I added a few of my own that Brian, I would have put on a playlist. Yes, Brian Ooh, added excellent. some of his, and it's a lot of fun. It's, I actually think if you listen to that at work, you will get made fun of for dancing. So. Oh, yeah, Correct. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a phenomenal playlist. Uh, so Brendan chose Spin Me Right Round. My prerogative in 1999, uh, Vargas chose Burning Down the House, Panama, and I Touch Myself. Yeah. I am sticking with my selection of Brendan. Yeah, we all knew. As I listened to these songs back to 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 back, <laughs> I still found myself wanting to listen again to Brendan's songs. Thank you so much. And I couldn't picture myself at a party with anything but I Touch Myself coming on, and I would have been moving because of the song. Right. Could have been something liquid making me move. There could have been something smoky making me move. But the only song that would have made me move I didn't know you would had a have fog been machine. Yes, I have three. Whoa, would have been I touched myself. But all of Brendan's had me. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I know. Thank and, you. And please do check out our podcast. I uh, it's it's very good. <laughs> Not our podcast. Our playlist. Both. Check out both. If you got referred to our podcast from our playlist, right. welcome. Right. You've please, made it this far. Please listen We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, go check it out on Spotify. Just You said search our name? 
Yeah, it, if you search Debates on Tap, you'll find the podcast and then a link to the 80s playlist, which is we made available. So, so nice. if you're feeling partying, party Groovy? Yeah, that was way better than party <laughs> which isn't a word. That's a really good word. We're really good at those. Yes, words are our fortasm. Now, Vargas, you <laughs> last time gave us a thing. Yeah. And, and I, I will clear the air. I remembered what I said last time. Good. I asked for clarification, Brendan, whenever he came in, he walked in. I asked about for what I asked you? And he goes, I don't, I don't know, whatever. Figure it out. And I was like, no, 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 no. Because I had already specified. Yeah, and I was asking you to re-specify to my ears. And I couldn't remember. You caught me on the spot. Right, because listen, I've listened to the episode a couple times, and <laughs> every time... Oh, that's why you had two listens. So go ahead. Go ahead. It, it, maybe in, it'll come out in the wash. I think we'll be okay. I am fairly confident at what I was getting at or said was if the serial killers were hunting each other. Correct. Who would win? Yeah. Right. And right? I think I, for a second or two, I interpret that as you wanted my Freddy versus Jason and his Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, yeah. Not my Freddy versus his Jason. Correct. Oh, no. I, now no, I'm no, confused again. I, I want, I want in, in whatever scenario you right. guys pick, who comes out on top. So like, you know, uh-huh. Carl Panzram is given a slip of paper with like somebody's face on it, and he's like, "You have to hunt this guy," and vice versa. Oh, who comes out on top? Oh, I see. I I thought you yeah. wanted us to create a whole. I, no, I didn't. I was worried me, that me you, versus him. Yeah, that's what no. I thought it was. Yeah, no. And then I was it's not worried. A serial killer death match. Hmm, interesting. But we're hunting. Yeah. The other one. Yeah, that's what makes. Well, then it I just picked the guy from Manhunt, <laughs> the video game. <laughs> I picked that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a real guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does change. I think it will change my pick, which, uh, so this might be a, an episode light on facts or high <laughs> on pauses. Well, I did not, that is not what I thought you meant. Well, I thought you meant versus. That's fine. I'll just make fun of you like you do for me when I pick uh, cakes. The characters. cake. I'm not going to give you any leeway. The cake was bad. That's the only time I made fun of you. <laughs> And you won't let me just have Optimus Prime. That's it, him. It, it he was, was the ten foot nope, man. Nope, it's both of you. Yeah. Uh, well, he it was, was ten it foot. Was both, <laughs> was both. <laughs> he is a tiny robot. Uh, Who I'll wants go, to go first? I'll go first since I. Since, yeah, I got a Google. Since <laughs> I was actually whenever listen whenever I listened back to it, that's yeah. what I assumed at okay. first. So I had two anyway. Yeah. And then whenever Brian and I were talking about it, he said he, he kept only telling me he was picking one, and I was like, wait. Okay. So, just FYI. I see what you're saying. My first guy who is going to come out on top that I know for sure yeah. is the man himself, the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. Ooh. The man who, last podcast on the left, are, you know, yeah. beneficiaries. Yeah. Um, praise be. Praise be. <laughs> all hail. Bless. Uh, who has said, this motherfucker legitimately terrifies them, mm-hmm. and for good reason. Yeah, this yeah. man is absolute insanity. He was a man who showed gener- gener- genuinely no remorse for any of his killings. Yeah. And he was convicted of 13 counts of murder, five counts of attempted murder, 11 counts of sexual assault, and 14 counts of burglary. And his criminal, criminal penalty was 19 death sentences, and he passed away from cancer in 2007. Um, and we- he had one of the worst press nicknames ever right before he got the night stalker right it was like something bizarre. Screen, screen door, door intruder. Screen door intruder yeah, yeah. <laughs> but richard ramirez was the type of guy you know he started out he was the the, the classic upbringing of a serial killer who yeah. um came from an awful broken household was basically raised by his cousin who was a like a thief and like a con man anyway wasn't he a green beret 
something something crazy yeah. like that. Yeah, who was fucked up and came back with like that's, Polaroids. That's right. Yeah, yeah they showed him pictures of dead bodies Thank and him uh, raping yeah. girls. Right. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for helping my argument. He also came back with Polaroids of stuffed animals, and he had the best childhood <laughs> you can imagine. <laughs> so Ramirez had an awful childhood, awful upbringing. His yeah. uh, cousin, who was an insane person just help facilitate that anyway. So Richard Ramirez started out with burglar, burglary, um, rape and sexual assault, and then progressed very quickly to killing, raping, and all kinds of crazy stuff by breaking into people's homes and murdering them without remorse and craziness. So, but, but, yeah. yes. Correct. Richard Ramirez, the nice auger, is a screen door intruder. The, sorry, the screen door intruder. <laughs> He's a bad guy. Uh, a simple wooden door would have stopped him the whole time. Right. He can only get through screen doors. Correct. Um, uh, but didn't he mostly or exclusively wanted to murder like old people? I was uh, going to get to that. His, like, or young ladies. His first couple were them and then young ladies. And then that, that's basically it. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah. So that kind of stuff. I would like to. That was my. That was going to be my first counterpoint, oh. but he sort of stomped all over it. Hey, but good foresight. <laughs> <laughs> so, kudos okay. on that. Okay, continue, uh, uh, please. <laughs> I would love to see in this serial killer versus serial killer world, Richard Ramirez hunting BTK, <laughs> Dennis Rader. Yeah, they, that they, would be great. They had legitimately kind of similar mm-hmm. like tactics, where Dennis Rader was a little bit more had a more foresight. He would stay in people's homes, calmer. Calmer almost. Whereas Richard Ramirez was very much a, I'm just breaking into your house and doing whatever I feel like doing. Yeah. And, but he was very good at the night stalker, yeah. very good at coming in late at night <laughs> and doing what he needed to. Yeah. Um, I, I would think it'd be very interesting if you told Richard Ramirez, who was Satan incarnate, yeah. uh, to hunt down someone like Dennis Rader, <laughs> who had, uh, was confirmed 10 people killed in the Wichita, Kansas area, um, stopped in like the seventies and then resurfaced in the nineties and was only caught because of bad bad foresight, bad poetry, correct on his church computer. So, um, so I would love to see something like that. I think it'd be super interesting, this cat and mouse game between those two. Yeah. And I think eventually someone like Richard Ramirez would come out on top uh, over, over BTK because Richard Ramirez was this, like thin, like gangly, gangly, yeah, yeah. but like he was like crazy strong. You know what I mean? Like right. he, he like overpowered many people, things like that. He's wiry. Correct. And you know, he was uh, very young. So yeah. whereas Dennis Rader, whenever he started out, he was a little bit older when he started out had like a family, things like that. And then when he resurfaced in the nineties, he was older. Right. So I think it'd be very interesting. This like you could frame it as this young serial killer who has no, remorse and no nothing no, to lose nothing to really nothing really driving him whereas like Dennis Rader had more of the uh, uh, mother women issue yeah. sexuality type of thing tied with it and I think it'd be very interesting matchup between those two yeah yeah I would like to just quickly a quick disclaimer that you're both going to 100% agree with this is not an endorsement for any of these characters in any way they can all go mm. shove a brick Correct. up their ass right this is a fictional scenario where these yeah, we're going to take another hard stance and say we're anti-serial killers. Yeah. Yes, okay. We got yeah, some yeah. hard yeah, stances. Recently, like, we've gotten very hard know, yeah. on our stances. <laughs> we've taken some <laughs> pretty far leaps in our opinions. I think we're anti-Nazi now. We're, oh, we're de- we're, you don't have to think. You can know that we're <laughs> well, anti-Nazi. I just can't remember what we've proclaimed. Right. That I would walk five... 
hundred miles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we definitely. I do think so. I think one one thing, one, one argument I want to make real quick again. So yeah. I did go with he normally picked on the weaker, the meeker, yeah, yeah, older, yeah. the younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I also think that he was too impulsive. I don't think uh, he he was very angry. Obviously, with the ch- with the Jesus upbringing Christ, that, he had, that's an, that's an understatement. An understatement, <laughs> a very large understatement. But uh, I think I think his impulsiveness would have led to mistakes, especially if he was going against someone as patient as BTK. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think he would have been able to um, pull pull off the long con. I think he would have made a mistake before Raider made a mistake, okay. and that would have stopped him from doing it. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna do mine. Yeah. Yeah. Ver- versus Mr. Ramirez. Okay. Dick Inter- Ramirez. Interesting. Um, <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I almost took that personally. Then I was like, oh, yeah, he is. A, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, he, yeah, he sucks. I know that's, that's the hard part is it's hard to defend. <laughs> well, actually, my guy. Well, yeah, yeah, he is a piece of shit. Uh, Carl Panzram. You already mentioned oh, yeah. his, Who? his name. Carl Panzram. He went by many, yeah. many names. I got a lot to say about Carl Panzram. Everyone does. Uh, do you have a lot to say about Carl Baldwin? How about Jeff Davis? What about Jefferson Rhodes? John O'Leary? All oh, of these. Oh, John. Oh, John. Yeah, 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 O'Leary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew a John O'Leary. All of those were aliases, and there are more of Mr. Carl Panzram. He was. It sounds um, like a list of the most boring people in the world. Dude, right? <laughs> the, like yes. dude. great aliases, but. Seriously, I fell asleep. Of all the adjectives you could describe <laughs> Pandram with, uh, creative was not one of them. No. <laughs> he no. normally just and, used sheer strength and, and brute force. And liar was another one. Yes, liar. Big, I mean, you saw the aliases. You heard them. Uh, <laughs> he, you again, used sheer strength. So he was actually a product of the prison system. Um, he was one of these cases, uh, again, early 1900s, where... Each time they punished him in prison, it just broke him more to make him stronger, as in, in like fuel his hatred. Um, by his own admission, so he might be embellishing a little bit. A little bit? A th- over a thousand sodomies. Over a thousand different humans. None committed against him? Or no, no, no. no that he committed. He, that he claims in his autobiography and prison journals that he yeah. committed. None of which, even his murders that. <laughs> That he said he committed have none have been have been corroborated. Some, uh, I mean, some of them happened in prison. So, well, so the a one few that he was executed for, yes, between one, one well, of them five confirmed. When one between five and twenty-two, he broke out of prison numerous times, which means he's crafty. <laughs> at, at the very least, he's crafty, and he's not just all hatred boiling over. He can he made friends with a warden, which allowed for one of his escapes. So you know that he can get in the subterfuge. And, yeah. and, but the thing I'll say is just how you were saying um, Richard Ramirez is wiry and smaller but still strong. He loved going after those people. Of his claimed victims, 99% of them were men. He wanted to establish dominance and, and just pee, just get a scent all over everything. But <laughs> he, So I think... If you put that name in his hand, Richard Ramirez, oh, he thinks he's hot shit. Oh, he thinks he's stronger than everybody because he's killing old women and little girls. I'm going to go fuck this guy. Literally. Yes. And all he has to do is look for a screen door. Right. And he'll find them. He'll be in there because he would have already intruded. But I think I think he could track him down. He, Carl Panzeram was also known for, for murders around the globe, the literal gro- globe. Yeah. He was a sailor and, and committed crimes. Again, as Brennan pointed out, yeah, but they you, could be fictional. Yeah, but you say, you say, you sir say 
Um, as Carl claimed, and again, none of these have been corroborated other than trying to be as truthful as possible that were in prison that we know of for sure. Yeah. He claims that it was a lot of sailors and Navy men and things like that, but he would get drunk, blackout drunk them and then rape them and kill them. Uh Um, and again, none of which were corroborated. So likely it's just Carl just making shit up. Um, But he still killed at five least five, confirmed five confirmed guys. in yes. in prison. Yeah, in all one, men, one of them, he, none old women or little girls. <laughs> but who see? But the, 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 I think the thing that goes for him is who gets to prison and decides to start murdering. I mean, oh, oh, you know I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was also an arsonist. Uh, oh, yeah, he, he just, burglarized a he bunch just of hated, things. He just hated people, everything. Like he, he, he came, yeah, he came out. He quoted that he hated God, he hated the devil, and he hated all humans, including himself. So yep. I don't know what he so honestly what don't, don't know what you, he was living yeah. for, but <laughs> what he does hate, hate Richard Ramirez. So <laughs> I mean, by his own admission, he hates Richard Ramirez. Yeah. He said it; it's in his book. Um, so I think I think he would have the skills to over to eventually overpower him, and I think his weird dominant sex drive would will him to victory over tiny wiry Richard Ramirez, and he would make fun of his name, the screen door intruder. intruder. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> as he was overpowering him. I I think I think what this kind of boils down to is like skill versus luck, right? So because I've always said that I think the Green River killer in this kind of situation would be somebody who would come out on top because he like oh, lucked his way into yeah, everything, uh-huh. right? And I think that's what Richard Ramirez has kind of on his side is like he didn't go out to murder, but he ended up murdering and got away with it for a oh, long time. I think he, he went was out lucky as shit. He 100% went out to murder. Like, it's well known that he went out to murder, whereas Carl... He did? I thought he oh, was... Oh, yeah, yeah. He was... He was just a burglar? He wasn't... He, a start, he started out... It was just the yeah. typical escalation. Like, he went oh, out yeah. just to burgle, and then he was like, I'm going to rape this person and then kill him. Like, his first victim was like a nine-year-old girl. Like, yeah, he raped and murdered, stabbed to death. Yeah. Whereas, he got his ass kicked by somebody's husband because he went in to murder this wife. Yeah, and the husband was home or oh, came yeah, home because he was trying to shoot people with a twenty-two, right? right? Yeah, he like, had a twenty-two revolver. Yeah, <laughs> again, not the smartest. Not guys. The, <laughs> right. None of these guys <laughs> are the smartest guys. Whereas, like Richard Ramirez, we know confirmed kills, like stalked people, killed yeah, them, yeah, yeah, brutally yeah. raped and murdered people. Carl Panzram, like a lot of it's conjecture, a lot of it's erroneous. At um, least he's claiming to murder men. <laughs> Again, grown man. The one, the man that we know for sure that he was convicted of. This like, is a dark episode. The the, the man that he was uh, convicted of, and what actually brought about his execution was a laundry foreman who, like, um, whenever he finally went to prison and was like sentenced twenty five to life for just all of his like life of like crimes and uh-huh. stuff like that. Uh, he basically told the warden, "I don't. I want to be left alone. Like, if anyone touches me, I'll kill them." And so who knows what happened whenever he was alone in the prison or the laundry room. This guy could have had his back turned. It could have been something simple. He didn't overpower him. He just yeah, walked behind him with an iron bar and just beat him to death. Richard Ramirez would have killed the laundry three men. And Carl Panzerim killed the laundry four men. So, I mean, <laughs> come on. That's it right there. That should be it. That should be all you need, really. <laughs> I think. Also, I have a question. Because I was going to do this originally, but I know, I know that Brendan would have latched on to it wasn't even a real person or it was multiple people. Would you have entertained the idea of a Jack the Ripper scenario? No, he only killed like four people. Yeah, we don't even know if it, it was all connected either. But it's such a good story. And let it be known. Let it be known. He only came up with one person. I came up with two. 
No, I just said I had another one. That was not your prompt. I just said I had another one. That wasn't your prompt. He's right, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) I think... I'm going to go with Richard Ramirez. Mm. The screen door intruder. <laughs> His name is the Night Stalker. He's the screen door intruder. Oh, call him the Night Stalker. <laughs> call him the Night Stalker. Go back and listen to that last podcast series because I'm they gonna, are... Both of them. They're legitimately gonna terrified by him. Yeah. So That one was like... Uh, Richard Ramirez, I think, was 170-something. Yeah. And was, then Pan's Ram, I think, was two six two in the 260s or something was a, like that. Yeah, a more recent one. So Yeah. It's crazy how much it is. And you'll have to go to SoundCloud, by the way, to listen to Richard Ramirez. It's not on iTunes anymore. It's too it's old. Not. Probably just listen to Google Podcasts. Whatever, man. With you and your weird, is it Optimus Prime Android type phone? <laughs> you're you're going to talk to me about phones? Yeah. iPhone I, 3? Yeah, yeah. And no, no. It's an SE. It's the, it's the body of a 5 with the mind of a 6. It transforms, if you will. Anyway. Well, then it loses that argument because... I'm glad. Beat I'm glad you're gonna. You're gonna. Uh, I'm looking forward to the to the catching up next week. Yeah, or you could, two you weeks could from still, now. Just just to interject, you could still get to the stuff on. It's like past, It's like earlier than the 30s. Like 34 yeah. is the first on the podcast stuff. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. You just have to scroll past that. Yeah. Or okay. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe your phone. Look how small it is. It can only hold so many podcasts. <laughs> oh, I can boy. only scroll so far. <laughs> no, we're... Oh, man. What are we doing next time? I don't know. Uh, it's me. Uh, okay. We're doing Brendan. <laughs> Woo! My dreams come true. Uh, so with all the recent talk in the news about aliens and UFOs... Oh! Uh, and oh. we're getting close. Oh, yeah. I'm wearing gym shorts. Careful. To some spoopy stuff. Yeah, that's um, why I wanted to kick it off. As a little bit of background, uh, Tom DeLong in his weird oh, research man. stuff released a couple years ago the UFO videos that the yeah. Navy, Navy and Air Force had to come out and say like, yeah, that shit's legit. We don't know why it's been released. It, it should not have been released. Yeah, and why did, we don't know why Tom DeLong had it. Yeah. Um, I want, this is gonna be like, I want to broad. Yeah. Let's get drunk. Let's get weird. Let's talk. Yeah. About what do you guys think after alien hypothetical aliens have visited us? We know aliens exist. You're fucked. I've thought about this almost every waking hour since I was 21. From whatever perspective you want to go with, you can go with many different perspectives. How the, how science, how the military, how the general public, how the church, everything I want to know what you guys think in the hours, days, weeks, years, whatever, how we respond to aliens legitimately coming to visit us. Huh. Probably surprised. <laughs> well, save it That's for next how time, we bro. respond. Oh, sorry, I ruined it. <laughs> so it's not so you don't mean you don't mean their first visit. You mean like Well, we know aliens have never visited. So ergo, this is the first time they're visiting. Ooh. You're not even I can't get mad at him because he's choosing the winner and I have to win. <laughs> Uh, I like it. Yeah, it's good nuts. Let's get weird. I'm gonna have an essay to read. So (laughs) So surprised does not win. We'll save it. It could be surprised. (laughs) Give me some more, and then we'll see what happens next week. Oh my stars! Oh my stars! Okay, I like that. I like that. Thank you so much. It's gonna be fun. I know. I'm. I'm pumped. Where can you find us? Oh, I'm sorry. Unless I was just gonna say, I do like the run up to Halloween. We get some. I'm, I'm excited. Or supernatural yeah. spooky. You got to come up with something spooky. And maybe for the spooky season, we'll have some special stuff in store. It, hopefully, we just got to confirm it. I know. We got to confirm stuff. But anyway, so where can you find us, Brian? 
Uh, my address, 36. <laughs> Whoa, uh, bleep that, bleep that. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Debates on Tap. You can find us on email. You can email us at debatesonfans at gmail.com. Uh-huh. You can find us on Instagram at Debates on Pictures. Uh, we should be having. Uh, Twitter is where we have polls and, and it's probably the easiest place to, to actually interact with us. Right. Um, but please, you know, go visit us on all those places, email us and things. We've got some fan emails that we're going to be getting to coming up here pretty soon. Uh-huh. Um, but other than that, I think that's it. Is there anything else to, uh, to kick out? I want to give another shout out and thank you to Greg from First Issue Club for the beer. And uh, it, had, it had seeds in it at the bottom. Yeah. So now I'm going to grow beer inside my tummy. <laughs> I be hope a, it's not as sour. Uh, be a beer man. Yeah, it was very nice of him. Thank you, yeah, Greg. Yeah, we appreciate awesome. it. Super cool. Appreciate it. And we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye.